0: Married couples, I need you to go and remember. Of course, you probably have never forget how your significant other proposed to you. Because right proposal, right, has normally a comedic sense. It has the ability of accepting, of pursuing, of acceptance, and then a continuation into sharing the love however that's lived out. One of my favorite conversations that my dad had with my mother before they were even engaged, just as they're just starting today, it was at Pox Christi in Rochester, and my mom was on the top of the stairs and my dad was on the bottom, and he looked up at her and said, so, um, you got plans for Saturday night? This was my response. My mom's goes, no, I don't. You do now. right? That's my dad, right? That's totally my dad. You do now, because I love you, and I'm going to pursue you. And that's what I'm about. So today, we're talking about the saints, right? All Saints Day. Tomorrow, All Souls Day. When we see saints, sometimes we can make them idealized. We can make them, ah, uh, they're the perfect human being. Okay, they perfectly did everything God wanted them to do. It's not true. They had just as many flaws as we do. It's just what they did with their flaws. <laughs> and who worked on their flaws. The saints all have what we have, right? Baptism. They all have God's grace in them at baptism. We all have God's grace in us at baptism. God's love is given to us. We receive it in baptism. The second in part, and this is back to that engagement, is it's one thing to receive, and it's an entirely different thing to accept. Right? I can receive something, but I can also reject it. Right? Even in me, like walking away with some present, right? Oh, I don't really want it, but I'll take it. Kind of begrudgingly, I receive it, but I don't accept it. Versus being <clears throat> overjoyed at the fact that this is now my gift. This is now God's love for me and I've experienced it and I know it and if I haven't, I'm going to ask for it and I want to accept it. That's what the saints do. That's what you and I are called to do, is to accept this radical love of God. How radical? Death of His only Son gave us the Eucharist to live out this hard and difficult world with Him so that we could be saints. And then not only to accept it, but that real sense, when a man falls in love, when a woman falls in love, what just happens? Not only do they accept, they receive... They pursue. Unafraid. They just pursue that love. And human love runs out. But divine love never runs out. So it's to pursue in our life of prayer God's love for me. It's doing good works in my life. It's destroying the footholds of sin in my life. It's that total pursuit of love. God destroying that sin in my life through His grace. Why? Because it becomes into something radical, the ability to share. Only as you can share. If you look through the litany of saints throughout all of time, every single one of them is different and unique and did something radical with their life, following God. Just have to do this plug. This whole idea with, especially like this onset of yoga, of becoming one with, I don't know, that whole thing makes us, our uniqueness, die. I'm just becoming one into this blah. That's not what God's calling us to. God's very much concerned about our purpose in our life and what we can do. We don't want to become one. We want to become more individual the more God loves me and the more I give it away because that's how different He created me to be so that the world could be loved in my situation, in my life. And that sharing, and this is the important part of what we're sharing, we're not only sharing ourselves but we're sharing God's love through us. Right? So, the more junk that I have, we can look at a glass window. The more junk that I have in myself, the more God's gentle love is not going to get through to the other person. The more my life is not conformed to Jesus' life, they're not going to get Jesus. They're going to get my fallenness. Right? So we want to pursue this. We want to cleanse ourselves so that we can give this gentle love of God to the other, to share it. What do good works look like? The Gospel tells us that the blessed and the saints are poor and humble and detached from everything. They are gentle hearts who suffer everything from everyone without making anyone else suffer anything. They repay evil with good, blame with praise, hatred with love. They are those proven ones who spend their days in affliction and tears, far from the glory of the world. But... They are zealous for their own perfection and hunger and thirst for an ever greater justice. Zealous for their own holiness. Mother Teresa's favorite line, it always comes back to me. When she's going up against the UN and the UN's getting on her case of like, you should be doing way more in Calcutta. Like there are so many more things you should be doing. This is what she said to the UN. God called me to be faithful, not successful. (laughs) Right? God just called me to be faithful. He brings the success, and normally he does. And sometimes he doesn't. But that's okay. Because it's in God's hands, not in mine. It's not me to take on the project, it's God to let me do the project with Him. Whatever it is. The saints were as weak as we were, but grace sustained them. Why should you and I doubt that we too can be sustained by grace? The saints did it before us, The saints had the sacraments, had the church, had scripture, they have everything we had. They're just as human as we are. God's calling us to be saints. And those first two readings aren't a very uplifting call to go, right? The ones with the white garments are the ones after the destruction that are still saints it's not an easy road but it can be a graceful road full of grace and be full of it it's not easy but it's graceful because God's working through us in whatever it is so lastly just to sum up that right so we're called to we have received if we're baptized we have received God's love we are called to accept God's love we are called to pursue God's love and to share God's love and what more radical way we could do that than celebrating the Eucharist receiving accepting pursuing and sharing it with one another and just one more thing that the Lord's uh, I'm gonna share In the Old Testament, the sacrifice, right? Now we get so much focused on the death, but the sacrifice, right? When you lose blood, you lose life. But when you give blood, you give life, right? So Jesus gives us his life in us, in the sacrament of the Eucharist. He gives us his life. We're part of his death, but he gives us concretely his life.